0: you know, people in different income brackets, like there's different yeah. entitlements, but like, you know, I, th- I feel like it's- I feel like everyone knows that one person who's like, yeah. oh, but that, but that dad didn't buy me this model. But car. that Sam says all back to the, the topic, which is- Last year I got
1: 37 gifts.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone. And welcome to the very first ever episode of the 5,000 week journey podcast. Super excited to be here, and my name is Blake, and I'm here with my two friends, Ayrton and Colby. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. Thanks for having us at your humble house. Thanks yeah.
2: for
0: having yourself in my house. <laughs> yeah. i, I I'm glad I, to be I, here.
2: I appreciate entry into your um, and all the GR podcasting
0: mode. gear and camera gear and. Well, all right. Let's not
2: get carried
1: away. I apologize for us wearing plain shirts, and Colby. I really want to wear spice it up for us. I really he? want
0: to wear a blue shirt today. <laughs> these two guys we, are already we wearing blue change. shirts. <laughs> I have to wear a white shirt because these guys are already, and I'm in the middle. So,
2: well, you know, you're always trying to stand out.
0: Well, maybe the brand color could have been blue. It works. It's like blue, white, blue. I like it. Just so, like it's
1: fantastic.
2: So, the topic of today. Well, well, Blake, it's uh, it's your introduction today. So, why don't you why don't you bring us into to, to what matters? For
1: sure. So, we're obviously talking about. Um, actually, you know what? Before we get into that, let's actually talk about. The five thousand week journey, um, and just give a little brief description of what it means to all of us. So we count with the. I called you guys last week, and you'd both. I've talked to you both separately about it, and then I did a group call, and I was like, you know what, guys, let's do this thing together. Like the five thousand week journey, which to me means like that's all we have in life. From the day you're born to the maximum day you're going to live is like five thousand weeks. So in that time, it's about making the best. Most incredible life that you can possibly have.
2: So let's um let's talk about where you got that uh that, that name there from that uh that that five thousand weeks of north.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was uh perfect. I was actually reading a book and I taught Colby a lesson about <laughs> how <laughs> I did. You did.
2: That's fair. That's. I fair. taught <laughs> you a lesson about yeah, how sorry.
1: in life we basically um like like everyone counts up, mm-hmm. and when you count up in your age, so like I'm twenty two. I'm sorry, I'm twenty three, and you're counting up which means it's like unlimited amount and can go up forever. Mm-hmm. But if you flip that and be like, okay, if I potentially the average age of dying or whatever is like 88 or something, then I only have like 3000 weeks of my life left. And now yeah. I'm counting down. And like my parents only have like 1500 um, weeks left in their life. And that sort of changed your perspective of like, Oh man, like, Time really is limited, and we have got to make the most of the it's situation. Like, it's now like, it's
2: like if we got a hundred years. Like, well, I'm not. I'm not 22. I've got. I've got seventy eight years left. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's different.
0: Yeah, it's like flipping the script. Like, what does it mean to you? For me, it's it's a similar along those lines, but I I don't really get affected by the the time. Mm-hmm. It's more about the the impact, the time they have to make an impact on this world. So, how much time do I have left to to leave my mark? So that's kind of where i am with the podcast and what i want to talk about is is that how how can i spread my message and and interview and talk to you guys about topics that will get people thinking about their life and and really about the amount of time they have left and making the most of it so that's what it's for me
2: yeah and i get that i think um because it well to to, to give some background because um uh, people watching are probably wondering like you know what the hell are they talking about so basically um just just before COVID, um, that that one week of COVID, if, if if you all remember that, where we all got uh, locked inside of our houses and had to wear masks. About a week before that,
0: before this, week, this 20, is in Perth, twenty twenty one. Yeah,
2: Perth, twenty twenty one. So the, uh, the the week before that, we decided to go uh, go up north, and we uh, we basically ended up in in the middle of whoop whoop in a bunch of places with like a population uh, in the two hundreds and stuff like that. And uh, we went on some, with some awesome journeys to pretty much be simple. And uh, Blake learned some pretty awesome stuff and, and shared it with us, and we all learned. And some really cool stuff. And uh, one of the big discoveries that we all kind of had there uh, that we talked about was indeed uh, what Blake's talking about here, how we only have so much time left. And uh, I think it was really, really eye-opening as well. Just sort of really thinking about like, man, I better do some stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna be Just stuff, anything. Just stuff. I'm going to be dead in uh, three and a half thousand weeks. I should go do some things. Yeah.
1: I think what's great about us three is we all express it in literally three different ways. That's three different mm. avenues of ways mm. of like how we can... Of what the five thousand week journey means to us. To me, it's like maximizing everything, which is why, like, I'm in training for this marathon at the moment because I believe in pushing yourself to the limits of like what you're capable of. And then in Ethan's mm, way, nice. it's more like business, spirituality, and the way of actually improving yourself. And then you're more like traveling, new experiences, adventure, brother, adventure, Sing, seeing
2: everything, meeting everything, touching everything. The walls, touching the walls. <laughs> what are you of every right? country? The furry walls. Yeah, yeah. Strike it, struck the furry wall, man. We we've all seen that movie. But yeah, no, I I, I, I live for the, the the thrill of adventure. Like mm. that, that's what it is, man. Like there's such a such a huge world out there. If you've only got so long to see it, get it done.
1: Yeah, because one day you might wake up and yep. you're like forty or forty five, and you've done nothing.
2: One day you just won't wake up.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like there you go. <laughs> maximum five thousand weeks, but so it could be like mm. two and a half thousand weeks. You never know. But, um, but that's basically why we all sort of come together to start this podcast, to um, share and basically get the most out of life for people and help people. And with that, let's lead into the first topic. And um, I think this is something that Ayrton is probably the most, what's the right word? Smartest about, the most smartest. or like, I, the right, I couldn't smartest. think of the word. I couldn't think of the word, most educated on. It's probably um, most
0: educated on. So if you want to lead us in, that'd be great. What is the topic? <laughs> No, serious. Um, living for the weekend. This is uh, an interesting uh, interesting topic that I think that for people who will be listening to this podcast, when you're talking about living for the weekend, and I want to hear you both of you express your uh, examples of it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember when I was working in a service station a couple of years ago, I used to look forward to the weekend. And mm-hmm. I mean, I still look forward to the weekend. There's, there's nothing wrong with looking forward to the weekend. But it was the mindset around it working for the week, so you can enjoy two of the days, and that was where your happiness was, if only only from those two days. So, Colby, what's your perspective on that?
2: Well, I I, I totally get it because when I when I was younger, so I back before I, I got into other stuff, when I was a bit, bit younger, I used to be a I used to be a teacher, and I would work Monday Monday to Friday as teacher. a teacher. Yeah, yeah. I you were a teacher. This. So I was also a music teacher, but I worked at a private college as well for like diplomas and stuff yeah, like well, that. This is news to I, us guys, I, by uh, the way. I actually had um, my certificates in training and assessing by the time I was like um, 18. I was like the youngest college lecturer in the state. Um, Cause I just, I, it was like a, uh, I don't know. It was a really, really long course, but I just went and did it, but anyway. So I, I used to go, I used to just agree like, all right, cool, I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna go to bed. Like, oh, where's the weekend? Like, just, just come on here. And for me, it was, every week it was just all about, this is just a stepping stone to the weekend. Like nothing matters. And so because of that, like ultimately the week would not be super productive. And more importantly, it wouldn't be a happy time. But like, like you said, uh, your, your weekends, your happy time. I, I, I don't think I was ever really happy during the week because mm. my only point of happiness was like, oh, it's Wednesday. The weekend's only two days away like and it's just like that yeah and and yeah i think it's super unhealthy because and what
0: and what do you believe has created this because like you think about it everyone well, i remember going through school everyone's about to have the similar sort of mindset around it especially after school friends your days off school <laughs> yeah That's i mean right. like it was or maybe it's, it starts from school i remember being in school like this is stepping back to school like you get to friday 3 p.m i was so excited just to go mm. home like, i had this you know, I don't know if you guys had that as well. Yeah,
2: I do get that. Like, like, I think maybe, maybe it's just, just like a culturally ingrained sort of thing. Like, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, cause cause you do, you do notice it when you ask yourself, well, why is this a thing? It's like, well, that's, that's a good question because it, it's not everywhere. Cause cause like when I went to, um, when I went to Spain um, as well as one country in particular, which has some really interesting uh, like daily routines, like siesta and that, um, they did a lot during their week. Like <laughs> yeah, I was in uh, Barcelona and uh, like Porta de the and stuff like that. And every, every day of the week was 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 basically like the weekend. Like as soon as they were done, they would they would just go out and do stuff and do things. There was no like ah oh, yeah cool let's just do nothing. It's just the week. It's like oh, phew, you know awesome cool we've done that done at work let's just let's just go. And obviously on the weekends they they're not working um, for, for some people so they could do all day doing what they wanted. But they'd still never have that. I don't know. They just didn't have that mindset. Like, oh, let's wait for the weekend. They'd be like, "No, nah, today is today. Tomorrow will be tomorrow. So let's let's, let's use, use the time we have." Yeah. So that there's a really, I love the Spanish mentality. It's just it's just awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Well, th- what about you, Blake? What is what is living for the weekend mean to you?
1: Yeah. Um, I just want to say, I think right right now, I I'm no more excited for the weekend than I am during the week. Mm. Like I just sometimes I forget it's Friday night. Like I remember I was working and. And then it's Friday night. I'm like, oh crap! <laughs> That's great. And I, it doesn't. I don't. I don't get excited for the weekend because I'm just. I'm genuinely like, I'm trying and love every day.
2: It's it's kind of just like any other day, isn't it? It's yeah, to like, me, it's just like, like oh, today is called Friday. It's it just exactly Saturday. But what? obviously,
1: back in the day, I had those experiences where, like, I just didn't do much during the week. I had uni during the week, or I had work during the week, and then it was the weekend, and you sort of just go out on your on your fifty dollar budget, and you'd find a way to, to get as drunk as possible or just to do something with your friends?
2: See, see I, I kind of wonder, is the core reason why everyone's just looking forward to the weekend, is it the fact that a lot of people just don't like doing what they have to do during the week? Like they don't like their jobs or they, they don't necessarily like what they're studying. Because the more oh. I think about it, when I, when, when, when I was looking forward to the weekend, I I liked my job at first, but when I really felt it, I, I really didn't like the job. Um, like I was good at it, but I didn't like it. And so I feel like it, it kind of just stained my day with this bad sort mm. of feeling. I
1: just think it's because it's a time everyone's free that's re- that's reason i enjoy the weekend slightly more than during the week I, i'm no more excited for it but when i want to film a video and i yeah. know someone works every day yeah, yeah. i know they're free on saturday on there they're free on sunday it's a big plus you yeah. know and like going out during, like, or like just yeah like you're more likely to have more friends free on the weekends and yeah. then you can all gather together whereas during the week you still have to enjoy being alone sometimes or enjoy your you have to Actually enjoy your work <laughs> if you're because we don't all, all three of us don't have jobs but we work for ourselves well, so it's a bit different for like yeah. actually going to a, a place where we have to deal with people that we may not may or may not like yeah, or a yeah. job we may not may or not like
2: it's, it is it is a gift to be in the position to be like oh, I don't like you I'm not I'm not working with you yeah it's a gift but uh it's f- funnily uh it's actually I, I'll get back to this point Aaron looks like he's he's got you got you got something what
0: what changed for you Blake like this is only a recent thing.
1: Mm. Ooh, what for the excitement? Because when I
0: first met you, you were always looking forward to the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so what changed? When, when was that? It was early 2020.
1: Oh wait, yeah, early end of actually, I met you in 2019, didn't I? What changed? That
2: is the question.
1: Um, it's hard to put a thing on it eh? It's like uh, the first thing that comes to mind is um, just sort of. Enjoying the now like actually enjoying mm. spending time with yourself and your own company and actually being able to And also like like how we said being in the position where you know I don't have to actually wake up at a certain time to go to a job that I may or may not like like we're all fortunate to be in a Position where we don't have to do those things for other people mm. and we do them for ourselves So it's sort we're, we're a bit more dictated to how we create our lives yeah. But obviously um, I think I was the most recent one to have a job out of all of us Um and also with uni as well, but yeah, I think it's it's also the people you hang around with. Mm-hmm. I remember like back then I used to have a different friendship group, which um still a good group of guys, but it's just uh, my interests were slowly no longer becoming their interests. Yeah, and then I started, and that was around the time I met Ayrton, which was like late twenty uh, mid twenty nineteen, and then all the twenty twenty
0: she's saying on the change (laughs) (laughs) what's your friendship group don't don't tell him that (laughs) you're literally
1: like everyone knows the quote you are the sum of your five closest friends so if you're hanging out with like people who just like live for the weekend or like if you hang out with like just any like any type of group you're gonna eventually become that group so if you hang out with people who have a business or you're gonna eventually like maybe start your own thing or invest or do something like that so totally true. I think that's what changed for me
2: yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta change up um, the people you, ha- you hang with because uh, yeah, you're 100 right. Um, I, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on the quote is, but it's 100 percent right. You, you're the some of the people that you um that you spend the most time with. So like I, I had a group of friends who I really liked. I still really like, but they they got to a point. You know, being 24, whatever, um, where they were like, yeah, no, I'm I'm content. I don't want anything more. I'm just gonna just 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 keep working this this, this same job. Um, you know maybe get a house something like that and just, just do the exact same thing for the next next 40 years and then I retire and I was like that's, that's, that's not me mm. and uh, yeah. I, I don't want to hang out with just people who feel that way because I want people who want to go out and adventure, go hiking go stuff like that they're like no 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 we'll just, just stay home this weekend
1: just, just watch some movies I always, I always find that a weird balance of like this is an interesting topic I feel of like because with like living in the moment and being present and mm. actually just enjoying yourself it's a balance of like you have to be content With what you have Mm. but does that mean i shouldn't want more no it's it's, it's this balance of like it's like oh i've achieved enough like is that enough and i I should be content (laughs) but i'm not but it's like also being happy with what you have but also half also being like i still want to go out and achieve more not because of like you know a million dollars isn't enough or like this car or like if you if you work hard or if you're in a business i I think so it's finding that balance which which is tough
2: yeah i I think think people present contentment is the opposite of ambition, but I don't think that's necessarily true. Like, like, yeah, like, I think I think you'd know a lot about this. Yeah, I think though. this is something that yeah, is your something.
0: specialty. Yeah, It's just like when people say, money doesn't buy you happiness. Well, if you had more money, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be happier, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not the be all well, end all. Well, it's but. not the be all <laughs> end it's, it's, like,
2: it's, it's the old quote, like, you have you never seen a sad dude in a jet ski? N-
0: no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's interesting, because I have this conversation with my clients every single day. It's like, they're all striving for more. And they're always going for more. And I have to remind them sometimes about being present and happy in the moment and enjoying the journey, enjoying the process. Because I came across this, one of my very first mentors literally said this to me. uh, This is like five years ago. And it hit me and that's why I've actually got it as a tattoo um, on my arm is that it's not the destination, that you strive for. like that's not the aim that's not the end goal right you obviously we set goals and ambitions and stuff like that but it's the journey of getting there and enjoying that process and the more you focus on enjoying the journey the more you'll be happy the more you'll actually get fulfillment from that because when you get to the end goal like you're going to be happy for a second and you're like ah, oh, what's the next thing <laughs> but if you enjoy the journey which is being present then you'd be happy. So it's just like like the whole, re- leading back to the topics. Like, will people looking forward to the weekend? When it gets to the weekend, the weekend then ends. Then you're not happy again. Yeah, it's it's. But true. if you enjoyed the journey journey of getting to the weekend more, which has been happy during the week? Yeah. Well, let's think about then it. Then you'd be if, happier. If,
2: if you're only happy during the weekend, you're spending f- you know five five, out s- five sevenths of your life, five out of seven days unhappy. I mean, well, okay. Let's say let's say you're happy on Friday. Let's be let's be charitable and say that you're happy on Friday because the weekend's near. So cool. Four out of seven, more than, more than half your life. You're gonna be super unhappy, and maybe you'll balance it out with a holiday or two. But the question is, you know, do 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 you do you, you want to spend half of your life unhappy? And if, if, if you think about it that way, I mean, who's gonna say yes? Who's gonna say, oh, half my life unhappy? Mm. But that means the other half's happy, doesn't it? It's like uh, yeah.
0: so. I got a, I got a question for both of you because yeah, sure. I feel like we're talking about the problem, but what's the solution? How do you how do you become more happy? Like we all have our own businesses, but
2: yeah, I think we're all gonna have different, uh, certainly different opinions Let's, on. What about you, Blake?
0: This. What what yeah. what's the solution? How how does someone become more happy, or how do how do they stop? Well, they can still look forward to the weekend, but how can they start incorporating happiness throughout the week? You just got to
1: have a goal and actually live for something. Like I think the reason why people feel stagnant, if we're in the nine to five and they're not even happy on the, or they only live for the weekends, is because the weekends is their like is their goal, and they're they're
0: just not. So they're not they're not not
1: moving forward in life because life was all about growth and fulfillment.
0: What goals should they set? Because like we're all ambitious, but does does everyone have to be as ambitious as us? (laughs) Let's not let's not put it that way.
2: I I, I think. I think there's a lot of different types of ambition. I think the ultimate thing is it's not about what it is you want to do. It's about that you do the things that you want to do. Because the one thing I say to everyone, and I've said this to some close friends who have had problems and things like that. They're like, oh, what should I do? And it's like, well, my answer always is for that. If anyone's wondering what they should do is do whatever you want, whenever you want, so long as it doesn't hurt anyone who doesn't deserve it. And people are like, well, I can't always do that. So, well, if you don't like that job, you don't want that job. So what you want is to start looking for a better job. What you might want is to not have a job for four weeks so you can go off for a hike and discover yourself. Like the the thing is, is you should always, in my opinion, be taking steps towards the location that you want to be in. Even and, and some of those steps might be uncomfortable, but you'll enjoy them in reality because they're taking you towards where you want to go. So that, that's, that's my opinion because a lot of people Feel paralyzed, like they oh, I can't do what I want because I'm trapped where I am, and it's, it's that very like it's that trapped, that prison mindset where you just feel like oh, I'm in I'm imprisoned in my life. Well, it's like well, no, just 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 look at it and go. Well, is this what I want? And if the answer is no, make a change. And I think people get trapped in routine and think that that's where they have to stay, and so they get in that routine of of looking to the weekend and stuff like that.
0: Do you think this is a society problem? No, that there's a there's a that everyone's like this, or it comes down to individual, because
1: at the end of the day, you literally create your own life, whether you know of it Mm. or you don't know of it. So basically you pretty much are the sum of your habits, whatever you do every single day. And if I'm hanging around someone that's influenced me to do bad behavior, I can make that choice to stop hanging out with them. It might be quite hard, but it's still a choice that you can make. You pretty much create your own life. If I wanna go and hang around with like, if I wanna learn how to make money or learn how to learn more about real estate, I can literally, what, what's stopping me from going and knocking on doors of real estate places and saying, hey, I'm willing to work for free. I just want to learn. You literally create your own life. <laughs> well, I know that's not everyone's yeah, ambition, yeah, 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 but yeah. something small is like, maybe you want to lose a few pounds. Maybe you want to change your diet because you have a lot of takeaway food. Maybe you've always wanted to, in my case, run a marathon. So it's actually, you know, it's not just the the fact of running I mean, marathon and maybe completing. When, it. Maybe you want to eat a hundred hot dogs. And but watch like, it. yeah, maybe you want to yeah. do. You <laughs> maybe want to do that as well. Man. It makes you happy. I forget
2: that guy's name. I just just But it um,
1: down. but it's but it's, it's all about the journey of mm. getting to that goal. But but that goal isn't be all and end all. It's what the process represents. Like imagine like like that's why I like when people in sport achieve great things, they cry. Like Michael Jordan, um, your uh, LeBron James. I couldn't get his name out of my head. I was thinking at Kobe, but like when player. when they won a <laughs> 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 when they win the championship. But when they won the championship, they cried because it's all that ju- the process the of getting there and yeah. achieving that. Yeah, uh, but they love the process of getting there.
2: Yeah, they're they're not, they're not crying about their accomplishment. They're crying because all that emotion for that whole journey is finally because
1: people want that feeling of fulfillment without putting the work in.
2: Mm. People
1: want that. Like I. Um, like when I first started training for this marathon, I, w- I was thinking I've been thinking about like me crossing the finish line And then I'm like man like it'd be so much better to have that feeling without having to work for it mm-hmm. But if I didn't work for it, I wouldn't have that feeling and that's what a lot of people have They're actually getting to that. They're trying to like take shortcuts and not do yeah. things in life
2: It's something um, something my, my, my dad often talks about uh, In instant gratification Basically, yeah, is, is what you're referring to where people just you know, they want their quick fix um, and, and, and and it's present in a lot of things. It's why like a lot of people will just go for quick easy forms of entertainment um, And stuff like that, you know, like okay, well um, Would you rather just sit down and spend the entire week after you get home from work? Just watching funny TV shows or would you work on yourself as a person and growing professionally and personally and um as, as Arctanola, but a lot about spiritually. A lot of people will be like, Ooh, that, "That that sounds like work." This is very fun straight away. Yeah. So I'm going to go to that. Mm. But um, I, I think it's but a, I think it's both a societal and a personal thing. But before that, how's it societal? Sorry. Well, I'd like to hear what Arton's opinion is. He asked the question. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, it's I, I like it's a system that we've been put through from a young age because mm. it's like generations of of the same. Getting passed down. I had a conversation with someone today around this whole whole thing that that when you finish school, like you're told to go to university, you're told to go then buy a house by the age of 30, have a kid, get married. And like w- we're put through and we're told that from a young age. Like we all have the similar sort of beliefs. Do you believe you guys are told to buy a house at one stage? Uh, fu- yeah. You may not it, but I'm just saying most <laughs> funny, funny things. And I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but it's a no, system. It's wrong with it. And it's like there's all these different things that we're always looking. Most people are looking forward to the weekend. And I saw a video on TikTok recently, which explained the housing. So I think I said it to both of you, mm. um, but it's not really about the housing thing. I want to talk. About. It's more about the principle that that guy was overseas and was sharing the same things that's happening over here with the way people are brought up, and we're all educated mm. very similar way through a different, the same system. Mm. And the ones who are the most successful in life, the ones who break break the system. Mm. Yeah, for and sure. it's really and the ones the the people that are most happy are the ones that are not following the system, isn't that interesting? And this is not just people who are rich. We're talking, yeah. you know, monks. Are they buying a house? <laughs> <laughs> no, and they're they're some of the most happiest people in the world. Well, like even even when you're saying it's not about the rich, like
2: um, uh, when I was uh, in in Southeast Asia, and that uh, there are a lot of people there um who have a lot less than us. Yep, and they are very. Very, very yep. happy with their lives, like I was like, man, because I, w- I was much younger when I went over there, so I was, I was much more I was very naive um when I was when I was younger, mm. um you know, I've still got was to learn, but I was over there, I was like, man, these people have so little, and they're so happy yep. they're, they're, they're like they're legit like I've sat and I've chatted with them um because well, the ones that spoke English or I just hung out with the ones that didn't, and they're just they're just so happy mm-hmm. like I yeah. remember uh, yeah it's
1: just yeah, here's amazing. a little experiment I remember um hearing about so. <laughs> This doctor had like bananas, right? No, no, and he gave a monkey a banana and did a brain scan. And when it got the banana, it like had that dopamine. It was like, oh, and like very, like just it it got happier in the brain. Mm, mm. Then he did the experiment where he gave the same monkey or same or different monkey, whatever, two bananas. But then he took one of the bananas away and he was actually in a lower state than when he was when he had no bananas, Mm. which is like almost like resentment and anger. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of what society has now. We sort of get told a lot of things of like, you can have all this and then we get it taken away from us. But then when people never have it in the first place, they're kind of just like grateful. When you you grow up with nothing, you're grateful for anything you get. But when you grow up with a bunch of stuff and then you don't get the things you want, Mm. that also has a big impact on you. I
2: think you're under something important here, which is expectation. Yes. Um, So... I'll bring up my dad again because my dad's a very wise man, and I laughed at the house thing because the one thing my dad always told to me from the age of fifteen he was like, "Colby, never buy a house." <laughs> <laughs> Some sense, of like, yeah, like, that's like never, never buy not, a house. Not everyone Unless has it, but, but, <laughs> but um, no. The one thing he always said is, like, he 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 said to me even when I like started my business and we talked, and and like, this just wasn't. Uh, he was like, "Well, Colby, well, why aren't you a janitor? Like, you know, well, why why aren't you mowing lawns for the rest of your life? Like, why are not you doing this?" And he wasn't saying, "Oh, you know." Why aren't you doing this? He was saying, "You're not entitled to be any better off than anyone else. Like we, none of us should have any expectations because we're not entitled to anything. You have you have to work mm. for everything you get." But the thing is, is I think, I think, and I think it's a little bit of a societal thing, is um, because you know it came up somewhere. This 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 culture of expectation, but people feel like they are owed something. Um, and I'm not saying that for for everyone. I'm just saying for some people, and some people are very unhappy because they're like, "Well, why don't I get this?" Well it's like, "Well, mm. why should you?" You like, I'm not saying that you can't have it or that you, you you know you don't necessarily deserve it, but you will deserve it if you work hard for it. Mm. And then 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 you'll you'll feel it. You'll you've earned it.
0: It's interesting. I was having a conversation with someone today about the same thing, and uh, it the conversation was around like their friends having mm. this entitlement because like their parents would like just buy their stuff mm. and you know like say they they need a new phone the, oh my my mom and dad will buy me a new phone and oh. like entitled to and i'm like i wish i had that when i was young it's but it's it's actually like <laughs> and then this is coming from like the parents point of view is like it's they're trying to do the best for their children it's like mm. raise them up and they've worked hard to have you know look after the family But it's actually done the opposite for the kids is the kids are like Yeah, well, I deserve this. You know, I want the new iPhone now, mom, dad. Yeah. Give it to me now. I mean, I was, I was, I probably wasn't. And I'm not uh, saying everyone's (laughs) like that, but like, that, I think there's like different, you know, people in different income brackets, like, there's different entitlements, but like, you know, I, I feel like it's i feel like everyone knows that one person who's like yeah oh, but that but Mom that's s- didn't buy me this model of but that stems <laughs> is all back to the the topic which is last year i got to,
1: 37 kids <laughs> which,
0: which is looking forward Very to the funny. weekend people that <laughs> think they're entitled to the weekend they like, they don't want to work on the weekend they complain about it they want to work on the weekend but then they're like oh but like i don't have any money and then they're like oh well how do i get the money or like you know work work harder yeah mm, and that, then, but that, there's like it's just like a cycle that people just go through. they look for the weekend they spend all the money in the weekend and at the work all the during the week and then they complain about not having money and then it gets to the weekend's like
2: at the at, at well the that end. comes
1: that comes back to wanting the the feeling of the goal without yeah. doing the work at the at the, yeah.
2: at the same time though i think i, I do get and I, I don't think we should rag on about um, how it's people's fault cuz obviously we make the decisions ourselves but i definitely think whose fault is it copy I I think I, I think feel like you do I, have to take <laughs> no, no. I think, responsibility no, no. I for think, your own life. I think people have to take responsibility, but it would certainly help if society helped oh, push them sure. in the right direction a yeah. little more. Because,
1: but if they're not, if no um, one's helping you, then yeah, you sort of have to be like, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. No but one's going to help me mow my lawn. I got to mow my lawn myself.
2: But yeah, society does very much try and push people into certain boxes, and you know, while obviously it's up to you to resist that, I think we would be better off if we were in a society that allowed people to indulge their. Um, you know what they truly want out of life, and their and their creative ambitions and things like that, a little more freely, rather than just being like, you know what, go in, do this set thing, yada yada. Get a nine to five. Get a nine to five. <laughs> like, like even like in the nineties and the eighties, cut your hair and get a real job, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I agree with that as well. And I wanted to go back with one thing we we're talking For so we're talking about expectations, right? Mm. And I was trying to remember this quote, which I was frantically looking up. I remember hearing this from Tony Robbins and it was. God, ha- he's huge. <laughs> he's a massive. He's so a massive
2: bloke. I feel like Tony I thought Robbins you
1: meant huge as in like everyone knows him, but like no, he I is feel, I feel I like Tony Robbins. Like huge. If he, Robbins, huge like, huge like like if he like slammed his
2: fist. If he slammed his fist on my head, I, f- break I feel the like the I dropped to like five feet. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I remember hearing this quote from him and it was, it's so true. It goes, happiness equals reality minus expectations.
2: Because
1: mm. when you expect something from someone like, I expected you to come home and do this, like maybe to your girlfriend or to your wife or like when you expect so much from other people and then they don't meet up to those expectations or even anything, mm. as soon as it doesn't meet your expectations, then you're unhappy because you didn't get what you want. Yeah. But if you do take like Gary V takes this approach a lot as well. He expects nothing. Like if he tells someone, an employee to do something in his head, he's already expecting them to to screw up and to not do it. <laughs> And so when he does do it, he's like, wow, like, that's great. That's fantastic. If I expected nothing from like anything from anyone and then they gave me something small, I, it'd be like, wow, I can't even actually did this. I wasn't expecting anything. But then when you're expecting this big thing for pe- from people or from your job or from mm. life and you don't, it doesn't even get close to it. Then you're like, it can lead to depression after a long, long time.
2: Yeah, that's, 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 that's.
1: So it's being like content, but not expecting much from others. Yeah, or well, like it's, expectations with anything, really.
2: Yeah, and I, I feel like people misunderstand that. Like they go, oh, "What do you mean? Like why would I expect nothing from my friends? They're good people." It's like when, when we say don't expect much from others, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean ex- like doesn't mean in a shallow way. Yeah, it doesn't mean look at them like oh they're, they're useless. It just means don't think that you're entitled to them to do things mm. for you because if bad, they don't, it's you'll good. be upset. It just comes back to entitlement. It's it's don't expect don't don't think that you are owed something from your friends and appreciate everything they do for you because yeah. they've actively made that choice to go, you know what? I'm going to do this for you. No matter how little the thing is, like they have chosen in their minds to do something nice for you. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, to take your dog for a walk or something like, thanks man. Can you but, take um, my dog for a walk? But, uh, uh, if you had one.
1: But yeah. um, flipping, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get two dogs.
2: Get, get a dog and I'll walk it. All right. Sorry.
1: Um, relating this back to the nine to five weekend, because I always, I always try and relate it to, because I feel like, I always try and relate to people working nine to fives because that's sort of you know that that's sort of the standard the like jobs or norms or anything. People that work jobs. So relating it to that, it's just sort of like obviously going back to people only being happy two to three only being happy two to three days of the week. Mm. Like what's something they can do now during that week of let's say they don't, they hate their job, they come home like family life is very average well, let's, what's let's, something let's, they can do to change that and the weekends are only time where they actually yeah. have let, a bit let, more let's, freedom let's be
2: super immediate and super realistic because if I said huh oh, quit your job and like go get something you like it's it's not instant it takes time especially like, when you're like, yeah. like 35 40 yeah. and especially if you've like, got I'm, people to support yeah. so what, what I'd say is you know while I could say oh you know Use that spare time you've got to take steps towards like what you want to do, like with studying or something like that. I think the first basic step that we can all do straight away without having to invest any like, like any money or anything like that is think about something you really enjoy doing. And by that I mean like 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 a hobby, like a hobby. So like uh, I really some
0: is, something that makes you happy.
2: Yeah, something that every time you do, you're like, oh, and man, making time is, for it. Awesome. And yeah, and make time for it. Uh, like every day, like a little bit, even if it's just, just thirty minutes. If you if you go, you know what, I love going out the back with paintbrush and canvas and mm. just, just just painting pictures of the sun.
0: And then to, do it to give more structure to that. It could even be just getting clearer on like for me five key things that you love doing. Yeah. That yeah. don't require you to force yourself to do it. But like, you know what, I love going out and painting, or I love just sitting down and reading a book. Yeah. And how and and incorporating more of that stuff, I learned um, from a productivity book a couple of years ago. It's like even a lot of people like say their week's busy, right? And then nine to five, like they're like, oh, I don't have time to to do go to the gym, or I don't have time to. It's just because it's not a priority, Mm. and that's like actually causing them not to be happy. But what I learned in this productivity book was schedule the things that you love doing into your week and make them a priority first. Yeah, before then, anything else. Then you'll just feel like that they're, they're and actually this a to that. Just, this is like not saying quit your job. This is like if you want to be more happy and stop living towards the weekends, like scheduling things you love doing mm. throughout the week. So for me, like I schedule, because I do work a nine to five hour in my business and I stop at five, but I schedule between seven and eight that I sit down, I'll play a guitar, read a book, and I'll do something fun that's not business related. I'll switch off. Like, and that's that's something I, I teach my clients. This is what I share to anyone. It's like if you want to find more happiness, the happiness is within. But you need to make time for it. I like it. You cre- need to schedule it. it. It's a creative yeah. outlet as well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the Do main thing yeah. people Like, it, like it, I just
1: bought a piano recently, a <laughs> little cheap keyboard, I, and I've learned have, a couple <laughs> songs already. That's awesome. I had this and conversation. And it's fun. It's like, because I'm, lear- I'm learning something new and it's like, it's great. Yeah. To,
2: to come back to that scheduling, I think that's actually a really good idea because... Um, it almost feels like you have a responsibility to enjoy yourself, which- don't yeah, like respons-
0: like, like, uh, yeah. right? understand. <laughs> yeah, like, why the fuck not, why not? People like, are like, oh, You no, schedule the weekend, now. you look for, like, you think about it, you, the weekend's scheduled in your mind. Why don't you schedule some fun things during the week that you consistently do? And, and, and
2: you've got your time. Like, it's like, all right, let's, let's say, let's say that, um, and I, 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 you're a commuter, so let's say that you've got to do the commute. Um, in NWA, it'd be like Perth. Let's say you live in one of the outer suburbs and it takes you an hour. To get to work, you got to leave at eight. You get home at six because you know nine to five. You go, all right, well, cool. Well, you wake up at seven. You can do a few little things. Maybe maybe do a little something you like for ten minutes or so. But let's say let's say you have none of that time. Okay, you get back at six. Well, so that you can have eight hours sleep. Which, by the way, I will I could not recommend anything more than eight hours of sleep. Like holy holy hell. Uh, you've you've got you get back at six. Let's say you have two hours of stuff you have to do. You have to do it all your chores. All right, it's eight. All right. Well, you're gonna give it to bed at 10:30 or 11. Well, rather than just being like, "Oh my god, like I'm super wasted" or something like that, go. All right, this um, you know, plan to use that that two and a half, that three hours for yourself. And obviously, some people will have different work schedules. But l- l- like like our, our action says, which I think it's an awesome idea. Is schedule and put aside specific time for yourself because what people will find is that when they look at actually what they do with all of their time and they actually write well what do i do with this hour what do i do what do i do what do i do you'll actually find that you do have a lot of time because you'll go mm-hmm. well actually this hour here this is just dead like i don't do anything i'm just browsing facebook and stuff like that yep. and there's been a million studies on facebook feed and how it's actually really bad for that's for, a whole nother episode. yeah it's a whole nother episode but um yeah, like instead of just browsing through Facebook or, you know, just, yep. just watching a, a movie, schedule like, all right, this is my hour of learning guitar. This is my yep. hour of, uh, of running because I want to get rid of it. And, and it doesn't
0: mean like, you have to have, to have like a calendar because I like no. a calendar, but it's, it's, it's mentally blocking it in. Because mm. if you think about it, the weekend's mentally blocked into your It is. It is. Into your mind. Like you already think that when it gets to Thursdays, only a couple of more days to it's saturday and saturday is for the boys and uh, (laughs) (laughs) like it's mentally in there for the boys but that's that's the same uh concept that i'm trying to share here is like if you schedule something fun during the week that you want to do consistently and make time for it like make it a a, a non-negotiable if that's spending time with the kids Mm. make it happen yeah if that's spending time playing the guitar like i do make it happen if that's going for a walk or if that's you know, having date night, like schedule it in and make it something. Cause like those little things, even though it's like an hour or it's half an hour, or it's a 15 minute thing. Exactly. That's going to bring you more joy during the week, which is going to help you enjoy the journey more. So when you get to the weekend, you're like, you know what? I actually really had a good week. And fun, it, funny yeah. it, funnily enough, the
2: happier and you are, the more or the, the more you will enjoy the things that you don't necessarily like as well, mm. because you'll see the bright side. Because you're happy. Like, like I've, worked, I've worked pretty crappy jobs. But because every time I wasn't doing that job, I was doing something I really enjoyed, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's just work. Because mm-hmm. afterwards, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to do something that I enjoy. So I'm going to enjoy my time at work. Because why would I want to feel, uh, you know, super down? Because it's just going to ruin what I do next.
1: I think w- what I can vouch for is, for example, I'm going to use my running because that's like now my outlet. Yeah, yeah. Which is, oh, it could be piano, guitar, or whichever. I thought, because I had to schedule long runs, like hour mm. long runs. And i thought doing that was gonna make me less productive and it actually gonna stress me out more because of it's filling up my day and it's an hour i was never using before like mm. before that i was working and doing other stuff and now i have to schedule an hour every second day or so to run doing that has actually made me way more productive mm. way more mentally stronger like i've been hitting the snooze alarm less <laughs> i've been uh like Watching less Netflix, less YouTube, you? and I've actually gotten been way more productive in mm. my business and just general well being. Like obviously, exercise gives more endorphins, so I've been I've just been feeling oh, yeah. better. But still, if you're still playing guitar, learning piano, if you're drawing something that you love because you love drawing, you're still getting those dopamine spikes and you're still getting like that joy out of it, which actually makes you more productive and better 100%. in other areas, which. For sure, I yeah, could also vouch for. Yeah, I, I, I like could, like,
0: I could, do a whole episode on talking talking about that. It'll be my so text you want to go deep one into it today. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but like, like It, it literally is. It, this is sending you a little bit deeper into to structuring your week. Like, I for me, every morning, I do the fun stuff that I want to do in the morning. Yeah. Like I spend the first three hours actually doing no work. I start work at eight. Same. So I'll get up at five not every day TV. and sometimes I'll right. sleep in and, and I also, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I'll go for a walk, have a coffee, I'll watch some YouTube videos, I'll chill out. And I only started doing this a lot more. in the I've been doing it for the last four years, but a lot more and focusing on it in the last six months. And I've noticed that I've been more productive. Mm. I've made more money in my business and I've worked less hours and I've had more fun and I'm happier. By scheduling and having discipline and mm. putting in the things that I want to do into my calendar. Not just like, oh, you know, I'll have time to play guitar or or I have time to go for a hike or have time to have that morning routine. I make it a priority. Yeah, for sure. And it creates freedom within my life. So that's like but, a whole but, topic I could talk about. But, but to be to be
1: biased, um, we <laughs> are three single Oh, so I'm not single. <laughs> oh, oh we're <well, laughs> we, uh, we single. I, so, I mean, like the good thing no, is, this is recorded I'm, for your girlfriend to see. I meant like we have no kids. Like, yeah, you know, we don't so, have like, like obviously I have a girlfriend, but we don't have like pressing true family true. issues. Like, true. We don't have to get up at like be a worker seven, yeah. be home at four to pick up a kid, two kids yeah. or a kid, mm. to then babysit them until they go to sleep. So how does that person I make mean, It's definitely, make time? I would
2: say-
0: Because it is a it's, bit- it's, um, I can't speak from experience, so I'll only speak from where I am now. <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine I would adapt and, and it'd be harder, but it'd be more awesome more, or more rewarding.
2: Improve, adapt, overcome. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, uh, like, I will definitely say that um, uh, even here and with families and that, some people have a lot harder than us. They have, they have way more oh, responsibilities way, yes. than us. Like I I genuinely think that, that, that I have it Pretty easy. I don't have any like crippling debt. I don't have uh, children. I don't have any dependents or anything like really weighing me down. Um, and th- that's going to make life hard. Some people have it really tough, but even if you do, there is always room for the things that you enjoy, and there are there is always room for putting a bit more brightness in your life, which is it's, it's essential because it will make you better at everything else. It will make you happier, and it will make it's easier to solve all of those problems because you when you're happy you are you're productive you're awesome you're awesome you are a machine. Because yeah. Happiness is, is, is everything.
1: And I just think, and if you are in pain or like not happy in some areas, then you actually got to sit down and figure out what areas are you unhappy because you're literally living week to week on the paycheck. Mm. You're not happy because some of some certain relationships in your life. You're not happy because of your job. So it's actually important to sit down and write down what are the things that you think are actually. Causing unhappiness, and if it's something financially, then you got to actually look more deeper into like, what am I actually spending my money on? Is any money being wasted? Could I potentially get a better job? Mm. So these are like some of the questions that you'd actually look into, and which we we pretty much I, I'm sure all three of us do it all the time. Well, my um, like I always look into what actually makes me happy, and then sort of lessen the stuff that I don't enjoy doing, and try and do more of the stuff I do enjoy.
2: My mm. uh, my my roommate uh, Jack. Um, who you guys both know <laughs> somewhat he uh, so, so he's an engineer um, Which uh, as a lot of people will know is, is a very in university like yeah engineering like did that course uh, now He he had a job. He hated and he was really burnt out like I could tell he was just like he was Just super not into it and he was like, oh, you know, I don't know what to do with this job. I'm so burnt out. And I was like well, Jack get another job so I, I think it it really just like we all have the ability to do these things, and I think we just need to put our minds to it. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, but but obviously, yeah. You know, what's 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 the main message here? Because we talked about it a lot. I suppose we need to to put it into something concise. Yeah. How to take away? How would you summarize it
1: for something to take away? I think oh, for the for not people like us, more like the. I think n- I think as
2: a universal th- for everyone. Well, I mean, I'm 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 more like a, a five to uh, to niner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you work in, in a business startup, you, you work all the time. A.m or, or five AM, to, 5 AM 9 PM. PM to nine PM, yeah. Yeah, I only but, do half days, twelve hour uh, days. I, I do double days, but I absolutely love my job and all the people in it. So, you know, I don't I don't care if you if you gotta work sixty hours a week, you can still be happy, you just do something you love. But um I think the big thing to take away is that you know, while you while you should always be moving towards what you want for everyone, you can still do little changes. Like like Ariton said, which I think is an amazing point. Schedule in The things that you would like to do make them a part of your routine don't just sort of wing it go like all right you know what I've always wanted to learn how to roll a blade you know what (laughs) every Wednesday from 6 to 7 I will roll a blade and that is a commitment and if you commit to yourself and if you make it a responsibility to yourself then, then you will do it. If you say, "Maybe I'll maybe I'll, I'll rollerblade tonight," just in some random night, and maybe I'll do it next week. It won't happen. But if you if you go, "No, this is my time for me to grow and for me to do the things I want to do," be happier, you'll be healthier, and you'll progress in life. Yeah, hundred percent. I didn't mean to laugh. You just caught me off by saying rollerblading. <laughs> rollerblading. <laughs> if anyone
1: that, wants to be a great rollerblader, you can. Don't go. <laughs> nothing wrong. With don't rollerblading. let me stop you. Hey like, man,
2: that's fine. That, well, rollerblading is my Wednesday night. Rollerblading's thing, fun, bro.
0: I've been uh, so a. <laughs> what about you guys? What about you guys? What do you reckon? So we, we don't take up everyone's. Oh, I feel like well. you're now the point for me, um, it is that it's literally deciding, like you know, write down five things you you love doing or you want to do or something mm. you want to try out, and they don't have to be massive things. It could be starting a business, which is a massive thing to do, but like five things you want to do and start doing them now and start scheduling it into your week and just saying, you know what, I'm going to be doing this. If Mm. it's going for like a walk, for me, I do multiple different things. I walk in the morning, play guitar at night. On Fridays, I take the whole night off. Like schedule those things in because when you mentally block them in, you might not be using a calendar like I do, but if you mentally block them, in, it's like the weekend. You mentally block the weekend and you look forward to it because it's an enjoyment thing. You're looking for the happiness. You're not looking for the actual days of the weekend. It's the feeling you want. It's the same. Create it for your week. Create some small things you want to do. Schedule them and you will have a happier life. I like it. What about you, Blake? Yeah.
1: Life is literally just about growth and fulfillment. If you don't feel like you're growing, you're sinking, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, we are in the sense of like, not literally, but we're kind of like sharks. We do need to keep moving. Keep swimming, yeah. We need to keep moving forward to something. And a lot of people that are unhappy is because they just have nothing to work towards. Whether it's a huge goal, like for me, it's like doing this marathon. I love doing challenges and love proving people wrong and love doing things I don't think my bo- like that doesn't seem like it's possible to do, but like just pushing yourself to the edge—that's so like big kind of goals. But if you just want to learn something, like a musical instrument, just having something that you can move and progress, because that's what life's about—it's about progressing. People that feel like they're in the same spot and all their friends are moving, well, and that's, that's when they feel like they're that, dying. I
2: think that brings us. Let's, this is a conclusion we can give to everyone at home. I think everyone at home watching right now should pick one activity one activity or one thing that they would really like so to do always wanted to. or learn, no matter what it is. Next 30 days? Yep. Yeah. 30 days, set one day a week or two or whatever, set, a, set that event, so that thing, into your schedule Hundred percent. and follow through for 30 days and you will find instantly that, you, that you're so much happier. Just that, that's, that's an joyful. easy goal. Give yourself one hour a week at least, if not more, probably more. You can, you can, you can find it but if you can give yourself one hour a week to do that task or two days, one hour each of those days, set to it for 30 days you will feel much happier at the end of the 30 and days. And you'll notice 100%, 100%. it in other areas of your life. And I think that's a goal. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's a goal. Everyone who's watching should set at home. I'm set.
1: Yeah, that's it. I think, um, that is exactly what you should do. Cause once you pick one area in life that's lacking and you can grow that, then it's going to solve everything else. Awesome. I reckon boys, we'll,
0: we'll finish up there. I feel like this is a yeah. really, really deep topic today. We, uh, covered a fair bit. Um, if you're listening or watching at this home at, at home, um, anywhere oh, yeah. or wherever you are <laughs> with home, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast as we bring bringing out fresh content every single week um, to really help you guys change perspective on some of the topics that we're going to be talking about. To change perspective on, you know, how to create more happiness in life, how to how to be more abundant, how to you know, live the life that you want. You know, the whole message of the podcast, the 5,000 week journey is that it's like living your life to your fullest. Mm. So we can share some tips and insights on these podcasts and these episodes. Um, and, lead, and big leaders lead by yeah. example.
2: And, and I think because we'll always come up with topics to chat about each week. But if but if anyone who's watching feels like there's something that should really be talked about, you know, let, let us know. Leave like a, a comment. Yeah, drop a yeah. comment leave, down, leave, down leave below. A comment. Go, hey guys. Send you know, us a message. Chat about this.
0: Yeah, send us. A we're here on the journey as well, so we're still learning and, and adapting as we grow. But you never stop learning. Exactly. Anyway, that's it for this episode, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, drop a comment down below. Make sure you share this on with someone who needs to hear it and listen to it. And as always, guys, we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Remember, guys, set yourself a goal, follow through,
2: and we'll uh, see you
0: next time.